This programme was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Well, this week is Islam Awareness Week and there are a host of events and activities organised by the local Muslim community to market. Here to tell us more is Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council President Paul Gooley. Thank you for joining us this morning. It's good to have you with us. Sure, it's always lovely to be here in Otago and Dunedin. Paul, uh, let's start, I guess, uh, at a kind of conceptual level. What would you say the aims of this week are? Islam Awareness Week is to unpack it so that for people who are non-Muslim can ask questions which otherwise they might feel uncomfortable to ask. They might want to ask some, uh, a, a question about why are there five obligatory prayers, why we don't eat bacon, um, I'm trying to think of things, or why, why some people, they see some people, some women wearing a hijab and others don't, what is that about? Uh, just any any question, and, and the important thing is that any question, the only stupid question actually is the one you don't ask. And in your experience, are people reluctant to ask those questions? I think because as New Zealanders, we have been brought up to believe that there are three things that we're not allowed to talk about. We can't talk about politics, we can't talk about sex, and we certainly can't talk about religion. And yet those are three things that are in our lives every day. And and the other the other part of Islam Awareness Week is also for people like myself as a Muslim and, and those who were brought up in Muslim countries to have an opportunity to, to reflect upon who we are and what our Prophet, peace be upon him, told us our obligations are to other religions. So for other faiths, sometimes they don't know that we think of Jesus as a prophet, peace be upon him, and all the other prophets. And so <clears throat> there are so many things that we are so similar in and, and so there's an opportunity to look at that. And, and a recent thing for me was thinking, if I get to stand in front of God one day, not that he will ask me was I a Muslim or a Christian, but he might ask the difficult question, were you a good person? In which case I'll have to ask for more time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's been responsible for putting the program of events together this week, Paul? That's the real question. Not, not who has suggested it, but who's done it. There's been incredible work from... from uh, a lot of students, but also a lot of... Now Dunedin has a big Muslim community living throughout the town, working throughout the town, and going to the secondary schools, primary schools, obviously, and some teachers. And so those people um, are, are the coordinators, if you like, but those who have actually put it on have been an awful lot of friends, an awful lot of non... Not an awful lot, a great number of um, non-Muslim people have come and put time and effort into arranging this and, and saying these are things that we would like to see. The University of Otago uh, um, Muslim Students Association yep. also seem to have been very active this week. Paul. They're huge. Yes, they're, they're really huge. And it's their outreach. So um, the vice president, for example, young Hushmit, went to local school here. So all of his school cobbers are involved. Uh, Dana, the, the president, Again, a young a young woman who is studying extremely hard has also found time. And through their family networks and, and whānau and friends, we've seen the, yeah, the, the, student, the, the Muslim Student Association, definitely a hub. And they've worked very closely with Oma, which is the Otago Muslim Association. But they've driven it. Yep. And, and, and it's been really humbling as an adult to see young leadership like this, so determined, so very, very focused and capable of introducing everybody.
Paul, are we able to say how many people in Dunedin identify as Muslim? Around about 3,000 now. 3,000? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a big... So in some respects, um, as I think I said to you off air, statistically we are told we're a secular community without religion. And on Friday when we welcomed the new uh, Syrians who are no longer refugees but now Dunedinites mm. and very proud to be Dunedinites, um, I was able to say to them, you've come into a community of faith. So they may not all be uh, Muslim, but you can feel confident and safe to walk around in this town because whether they're Buddhist, Hindi, Christians or others. And what, I, what my experience tells me is if I go and speak to somebody and they have confidence, they might say, well, actually, I don't identify with religion, but I do believe in something greater than myself. And often that greater they describe as a God. Talking about the Muslim community, it's growing, isn't it? Very Paul? rapidly now. Yeah. And so that makes this even more important. Dunedin, Dunedin will grow exponentially. I know that often we hear politicians and economists saying that we're in bad times and things are getting worse. But Dunedin is seen as a place that's safe. And it's certainly seen as a very welcoming community. And the work that I do through the Dunedin Multi-Ethnic Council, we constantly see Dunedin as being a place that embraces new people. And people come because they believe we're friendly. And so for Muslim coming from countries where things are being difficult, Dunedin looks like paradise. We do hear, though, don't we, and not necessarily from Dunedin, uh, about acts of ignorance arising from prejudice and assumptions about Islam. That's not, that's not limited just to, to us as Muslims. Mm. So I know you, you're suggesting that's from a non-Muslim perspective, but even amongst Muslim, we also have those prejudices. We have a saying in, in Arab that uh, people are like the, the fingers on our hands, all different. And so we have people who need to tidy up their act just as much as any other faith does. So is it any more of a challenging time to be a Muslim than it ever has been? No. No, no, I mean, if I look at the newspaper and I make a point of not, if I watch TV and I make a point of not, then it must be a terrifying world for people who do that. But here we are, you and I, and I, I'm, I'm not sure whether you're a Muslim or not, and that hasn't been a discussion. Um, <clears throat> I made a point during Ramadan of wearing Arabic clothes the whole time, including a shmak, which must have looked a little bit funny to see an Irishman brought up by Māori dressed as, a, as an Arab. However, wherever I went, Wherever I went, including going through uh, the airports and everything else, I was always greeted with great of utmost respect. And occasionally somebody would give me a challenging look and I would say, so is there something, whatever. But it was always an inquiry. And, and sure, there are random acts of stupidity. There are random acts. So that's why, again, this week is incredibly important. You and I get to know each other. And then my boy comes home and says, your boy hit him. I'm going to say, let's go and speak to uncle and find out the real story. Because I know my boy can tell stories, right? But if we don't know each other, and my boy comes home and says, your boy hit me, I might come over and say, so why did your son hit my son? Plenty of opportunities for the people of Dunedin to engage with Islam Awareness yeah. Week this week, Paul. Um, let's have a look at some of the things that are lined Please. up. I know that uh, that the university is something of a hub in terms of mm -hmm. uh, the activities this week. There's an exhibition on at the Central Link, at least for a couple of days. I think today's That's the amazing. second day of that. Yeah, yeah, have you seen that? Yeah, it's incredible. So so what they've done is they've gone and... and um, shown some of the historic things that we would expect to see and, some of the, and then they've, they've concentrated on architecture so there's this, this idea in the, often from the outside that women in Islam have to be subjugated and don't have positions of responsibility so in this exhibition in the area for example of uh, architecture 
there's those women who have been incredible architects, and, and not only historically, but now who are uh, designing airports, etc. And then there are, in the field of medicine, both men and women who, of course, we have uh, surgeons and doctors and nurses here in Dunedin. We have managers, business people in Dunedin. So there's a wall of those people who are significant leaders in the community. Um, yeah. Today also, six questions with Imam uh, Afroz Ali. Tell us about that. Yeah, that's going to be tricky. So what we've done is, uh, what we have done, but what the young student group did is they opened online that people could send in questions. And from that they've selected uh, questions which uh, aren't just simply challenging but will be informative. And so this will get to get us an opportunity to actually hear from a great academic, uh, an intellectual, but also a person who's incredibly practical in the world. And and having spent the time he has in Australia and New Zealand and, and in other countries throughout the world, he has a really compassionate way of speaking to people. So he will, he will unfold that for people to be able to understand. What's the venue for that, Paul? It's in, um, it's in oh gosh, should, Robinson Building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can find out, of course, a lot about all of these events. I think the, one of the best places to go is the uh, the uh, uh, Otago Muslim University Students Association Facebook page. Everything's yeah, all over everything, that, all yeah. these events we're talking about. And also the university chaplaincy. Greg Hewson has been a great supporter. Great. Uh, tomorrow, the Faith Festival at the Common Room. That's an incredible and, and So there was an initiative by non-Muslim to embrace the Muslim. So we will see all of the different faiths together. Um, and that, that's a really special thing that happens at the university. So what we see at the university, more so than anywhere else, is that Muslims, Jews, Christians having to work side by side when an old fellow like me makes demands upon them. And and the more demand, we, the closer they are. So the interfaith um, and that celebration, faith celebration tomorrow, will be an opportunity for people to come and ask questions, for them to come and mix, whether they're Muslim or, or Christian or Buddhist or Hindi, um, and I'm sure there'll be some other pretty exceptional groups that'll be there too. And that's in the University Union building. Uh, also a peace lecture tomorrow. Always good to be talking about peace. And uh, a cultural night in the common room. Again, uh, the university very much the focus of uh, some of these activities. Uh, Friday, one especially for the women, the chocolate and chit-chat at the Alambra yeah. Union uh, club rooms. Not fear. <laughs> Not fear. How do they get the chocolate, yeah, Paul? Yeah, yeah, no, they make they make all the brothers, all the boys. We have to go and set it all up for them, and then they're going to have this this. Um, I, well, it is. It's a real hens' night, I guess, is what we would call it. And 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 they, they've made it really clear it's theirs. And so we we got all sulky and thought that maybe we should have a brothers' hangout night. <laughs> and they said, whatever. You just make sure you deliver everything on time. But people, women who are non-Muslim, will be made most welcome. It'll be a very comfortable atmosphere. It'll be a, a great deal of fun. I, yeah, all we know is if you if you drive past, you just see them having a rocking good time. Saturday, I guess, um, and a, a very important day. It's the opportunity uh, to open the mosque and to talk yep. to people and show people through. Tell us about that. That's um, <clears throat> just exactly as you describe it. And again, it's an opportunity to come and have any questions that anybody would have. They feel comfortable to come. Uh, it's an opportunity for us to show that we're a, a, a caring community, that we would like to reach out to our friends and neighbours, uh, family, family and friends. Just just come along, uh, see the mosque. You'll see our mosque is a very humble, simple building that we're making use of. And uh, I think that's generally how things happen here in, in Dunedin. 
Sunday wrapping up the week, an opportunity for church visits. Tell us about that, Paul. So the intention of that is, again, out, out of the uh, Dunedin people, the community at large, calling out to help the people from Syria, who are obviously largely a, a Muslim community, some Christian, but largely. So this is an opportunity for us as Muslims to go back into the community and say, thank you very much for caring. We couldn't have looked after those people. If, it, if the obligation had been left to us, um, there's, not, there's no possibility. But Dunedin people, just, just people in Dunedin, it's that special thing about Dunedin, have gone out of their way put, and, and uh, made those people feel comfortable. And, and we want to be able to say thank you and acknowledge that we all, for us, um, all pray to the same God. And the fact that we might do it differently, um, that, that's really cool. And, and so we'll go to St. Paul at this time, um, and other churches, but St. Paul will be the one, and we're looking to go there at midday and meet anybody who would like just to say g'day and share a glass of water. Paul, uh, I'm running out of time, but just yeah. finally, um, place yourself midway through next week, reflecting on this week. What do you hope to have taken from it? <clears throat> uh, I'm already taking copious notes because we're thinking about next year's and next year, how those those same things? How how do we let people know about the, the world of Islam? But also, how do we reflect upon ourselves? And so, how do we how do we become part of this community, looking back so that we are one of the um, one of the siblings in that community? We're Tangata Finora, the oldest. So yeah, I think it'll be it all really feels like it's going to be a great week. So inshallah, it will continue to be so. Thanks for joining us, Paul Gould. Yeah, it's been great ora. to talk. Kia ora. This program was first broadcast on Otago Access Radio and made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air.